of the fundamental, fundamental interconnectedness, interconnectedness of all things. things. Uh, At least some things. The things we're going to talk about tonight, we're going to fundamentally interconnected. With your hosts, Jeremy and... Eric. Eric. How are you this week? Hey, are you listening? Are you in? Are you on? Plugged in? Tuned in? Have you heard us before? Do you know where we're going today? According to our statistics, about four people have heard us. Four people. Hey there. So... Mm-hmm. You should send us an email and tell us who you four are. And we don't really have an email address, though. You four are, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. You know, if you can find out how to fum- contact fumbly. us. The fumbly. You should email us. But that's part of the scavenger hunt. You win a prize if you can figure out how to email We're us. We're going to give coordinates to a cache site that <laughs> so you your have GPS to leave your, your email address at. I'll give you a hint to the northern hemisphere. North. So you downloaded last week's episode, listened to it, all of it? Or I don't know if it was, no, just, I just started because I, I, I'm not, like you, like at work, it's been really busy lately, so I don't have time to kind of sit there, you know, um, and at home, I got Lily, you know, yeah. it's like, the, I have such a small amount of time to spend with my dog, because I get home at 6, 7 o'clock, and she's, okay, you know, I get to pick her up and play with her for uh, an hour, half an hour, 45 minutes, and then she starts getting fussy because she's hungry. And then it's time for bed. So that 45 minutes, it's like, well, and then, yeah, at about 9 o'clock, I'm like, oh, well, I got some time now. But then I got some video games. You got your own stuff to do. I, I got to do my taxes. Yeah, I started that the other day. And I'm, I'm kind of winding down from... Your taxes? Isn't yeah. tax season done yet? No, April 14th. Oh, I, we did our taxes. We got our return already. Wow. Um... So, but did you listen? You downloaded it. Did you listen to any of it, or just just enough to realize that the mix was no good? Yeah, the mix. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, well, I mean, we're we're recording this thing on what, old Sound Blaster microphones, you know, from the late nineties. There's also a lab tech. Oh, they lab- they cornered the market, I think, in the nineties, <laughs> early nineties. There, these crappy little microphones. Oh, yeah. I think Lab Tech must have partnered with Sound Blaster, you know, to provide them the microphones. Oh, so this was this probably came with a card. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh. I don't think you can just buy these. I don't know. I don't think I ever bought a sound card though. It probably came with the computer that you bought. No, you know what? I actually I bought this mic in a package for like nine bucks because with I wanted something to start... else. No, no, all by itself. Just the mic. Just the mic because I wanted to start recording like little little guitar riffs that I came up with. Okay. And it's actually done very good for that because once in a while I'll be snooping through my even on my laptop already I've recorded a couple cool ones where I've recorded little songs for Lily and stuff you know and I'll play it and I'll be like wow that was me I did that <laughs> and then I'll try to pick out how I did it and I won't be able to do it I'll get frustrated oh so here's the guitar. last week's episode that you downloaded did it start off with us playing a guitar riff or did it start off with a song start off with a song. I okay, think. so that was actually two weeks ago's episode. Uh, it might have been about a week ago that I did this. So it couldn't be. Well, I mean, they're all up there. I don't know. It's, I don't know it's, if they were a, both then, uh, kind of mixed, mixed uh, unevenly. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they are. I think it's awesome that we're our two biggest fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I found that uh, like throughout the week and whatnot, things like it'll come up. I'll be like, oh, yeah, well, we talk about this. You know? Sure, sure. Or I'll even like say to Carrie, you know, gosh, we don't we don't have conversations, you know? We don't. And that's what I like this for is because I like having conversations, you know? It helps me straighten out what's going on in my head. Did you ever, when you were a kid, did you ever do, or a youngster, did you ever do like a mock radio show? I, I mean, maybe, maybe it's kind of unique to me because my dad was a music uh. engineer guy, so we always had mixers and microphones. 
And I remember I'd have people over for sleepovers, and we'd get the two mics out, or maybe just one mic, and then we'd feed in a tape deck. And so we'd be like, hey, this is such and such from W Main Me Radio Station. We're coming at you live, playing the hits. And then I'd put on, you know, he knows the news off of our tape deck. And so we'd make our own little, we'd tape a mock radio uh, show professionally, pseudo professionally, with mics and. So you have all these tapes? No. Were... Oh, God, those are gone. I mean, I'm talking about when I was like 10. Oh. That's what this kind of reminds me of, like the adult version. Well, of what is it? Just yeah, screwing around exactly. with your buddies. The only difference is we'd uh, we'd stop we we do a little bit bit of back and forth banter and then we play a song. So it'd be like a real radio show, like four well, or five. You know, songs. actually, a song here and there wouldn't be such a bad idea. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I you like the, to listen to the talk a lot, though, right? You like listening to that W that ninety two one whatever it's called, the mic in Air America, uh, right? And in I the can, car, I can kind of put up with that for a while, but then talk kind of. They, they kind of fall into patterns where it's like, oh, okay, I know pretty much where they're going, and I, I know where this person's coming from, I know where that person's coming from. And granted, that's kind of taking like a, uh, a cynical view because it's like, oh, well, I've heard it all before, blah, blah, blah. Because they come up with some good stuff, and, you know, some new stuff, especially because they're usually that's all they do. Yeah. So they have a tendency well, they're to have also their, doing the research and stuff. They, they have their they finger have, more on the pulse right. of the news, the updated news, than I do for certain. Sure. And so I was, you, you can get your news from that too. But I'm like, I'm gonna see what's on WSM. And there's well, like, there's some cool old ska, or there's some weird blues musician, or you know, that's that's cool. I, like I certainly go through uh, waves where I'll do nothing but listen to talk radio. And then, you know, I'll get tired of it, too. It's the same old stuff. You've already... Like, you'll hear a news story first thing in the morning about Hillary or Barack or George Bush, and you'll know instantly what all the talk is going to be for the rest of the day. And sometimes it's just kind of like... It's just going to be... Yeah. yeah. All right, you know what? And then I'll flip on to the radio or I'll flip on my iPod and be like, it's time to drown out all this with music. So I I go back and forth. Well, Tim McGraw does have a new album out, so... I'm not familiar. I love America. I'm not familiar with Tim McGraw. Really? Uh, oh. No. I, I, stay, I steer clear of the country Tim stations. McCraw? Tim McCracken? You know, that was... Uh, Phil McCracken? I've done three weddings, uh, DJ-wise. I, I only go to this because you mentioned country music. Uh, and at, even my wedding, I, I kind of DJed as well. And I would always have Tim thousands... Tim an opera singer. Is he? No, he's not. He's a country music singer. I know that much, at least. He's a baseball player. His brother's a baseball player. And uh, David Tug. I would have thousands of music, thousands of uh, songs at my fingertips, my disposal. But I didn't have any country. Maybe I would have some uh, uh, Johnny Cash. But people always wanted to hear, like, the Garth Brooks, or I guess there's some... Oh, st- Friends in Low Places. Hell yeah, sure. that's a... I think there's some standard wedding country songs. And even at my own wedding, Alabama. people are like, oh... You know what you should do now is you should play some country. And I'd be like, oh, you know, I got 10,000 songs on this computer, but I don't really have any country. I had some skinny puppy. <laughs> I did. Didn't play any. <laughs> but they'd all Let's be- really put our hands together and, and feel the warmth, the love of burnt with water. <laughs> so, but yeah, they would, uh, uh, they're always beside themselves that I didn't have country music, you know, to play for them at the wedding. No Dixie Chicks? Uh, you know, actually, I take. I mean, I did have. I probably. I had a couple of Dixie Chicks albums on my. But I think when people want to hear country, they're not. They don't want to hear Dixie Chicks. I think. I don't know. I think they want to hear your your, your pop, your top forty songs. Dixie Chicks is top forty country. Country is it? I don't. I see again. Like Elizabeth McBride, isn't she? McTina McBride. Tina McBride. See, I don't even know these people. I'm just throwing names out at this point. There you go. Uh, what's his name? Is a big popular one. Uh, the guy who did uh, 
she had a hoochie. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we don't know our country. No. Clearly. But anyways, that's just what I'm That's why I've decided that I could never be like a part-time wedding DJ because people would expect me to have music. So you buy a couple of country CDs or you download them. Oh, you would never be Ask me. Carrie's got a bunch of country. I got a bunch of country. In fact, what I used to do... Um, it, kind of going along with the, with the vein of uh, <clears throat> making my making your own radio show. I would all of a sudden when I was working at uh, the Quilted Bear. Good Lord, what was that? Twenty years ago. Um, I always I hated country music. I country music all of a sudden, there was a guy that started working there, and he would listen to country music. And I was like, "Wow, oh, there's some good country songs, you know? There's some, there's some rock and all country songs. I mean, you really have to kind of sort through them." So I would do that. I would like kind of just keep country music sometimes on in the background, and I would have my tape deck all ready to go. As soon as I heard a good country song, boop, I would tape it, and then I would make this tape with about 10 or 15 good country songs and all the good rocking ones, you know. And so that that's the country music that I like. And then I would kind of research that that particular um, artist or whatever, you know. And actually, I usually got kind of disappointed because I, a couple times I think I was like at uh, Savers or something. I bought the CD and it had the one good song that I liked. And I thought, oh, you know, this is a good band. And it's all oh, the rest of them were just smarmy, you know. I'm not saying that there's rap. not good country out there by any means. I, I'm just definitely not educated enough to tell what those. I think that's kind of a uh, oxymoron. There. No, <laughs> I, there are a couple of. I didn't mean. Okay, that probably pissed off one of our four listeners, but uh, <laughs> that was kind of funny. You gotta admit, educated country. <laughs> <laughs> education and country. Educated you don't need country. No education. Geez. Yeah, no. Wanna see my truck? Yeah. <laughs> my, I, yeah. All right. Anyways, and it grinds to a halt. Yep. That was all right. So we have to connect that to the next, the next thing. Pickup trucks. Pickup. Oh, I was in a conversation with pickup about pickup trucks um, yesterday. As a matter of fact, on the way to lunch. Uh, it's ridiculous that so many people have pickup trucks, you know. And I'm like, what do we need all these pickup? Trucks? Of course, well, blah blah blah. The same thing over and over. Whoops. But now, especially with the gas prices going way through. The well, road. yeah. And let me let me further connect this to the point here. I work with some people, and uh, one of them just bought a brand new Toyota Tacoma with like the oversized wheels. And I understand. Works at the state. Yeah, but I know how much he makes. If I had to make that wage, I certainly would have Ford truck. So he's probably, uh, you know, got a, a loan payment up to his ears for this truck. But that's neither here nor there. My point is, is that. No, that's not what I meant when well, I said he works for the state. I meant he drives his soft, fat, white little ass yeah. to work, in his pushes buttons, big drives his well, soft, fat, that, white little that, ass back home. Yes, that further. This guy's actually kind of skinny, but and he, then washes it on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. but that's this kind is of, country music. That furthers my point because I understand that there is a need for pickup trucks. Some people need to haul oh, yeah. gravel and rocks and sod. And, the, 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 the guys that I worked with, man, they couldn't do... Actually, that, well, that's kind of a misnomer, too, because uh, one guy in particular, he was about 21. He'd been working construction basically since he was 16, all right? He was a rougher, and then then he went to doing trim, and he had a big, he had a big pickup, pickup trim. He's like, get sick of this, because I, he knew that I was kind of the liberal guy, and this kind of rolls into the Bob, the plumber thing, because, you know, we would always kind of gang up on him because he was always just in a rush. And I would always talk about, you know, save the environment and, you know, save your money and, well, not save your money so much, but, like, 
spend your money wisely, not on a bunch of crap that you don't need that the, that the companies are trying to sell you on, and and you know excessive usage of gas for pickup trucks and whatnot. So, anyways, he had a big ass pickup truck because that's what all the construction workers had. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But he was a little more open-minded because he was a little younger and he was kind of part of the new generation. He's like. This pickup truck's costing me like five hundred dollars a month with insurance and everything, you know, and it's ridiculous. I, I barely make enough money to pay my rent and my stupid pickup truck, and I'm and I'm beating at it because I right. work with it, you know. So a couple weeks later, he shows up and he had like a minivan. Yeah, well, and I'm that, like, dude, sweet, you know, and it was a used old minivan. That, and here he's driving around with this. You thing. know, and that, like, that kind of like accentuates my point because I have a minivan. It's a Grand Caravan, so it's got it's a little bit larger extended uh, back end. And I can fit any... You got a lot of junk in the trunk. There's a lot of junk that can fit in that trunk. Let's put it that way. But, you know, you've helped me haul four by eight sheets of drywall. You brought my couch. Both my couches home. I couches. And I think there was even a... I don't know, two couches. Baby. A baby in there. You can haul a lot of stuff in a minivan, and I'm not I'm not here advertising minivans, but a lot of these people that buy these pickup trucks, for example, he's got the bed liner protect the bed, right, so that the paint doesn't get chipped up. But then on top of that, he's got that fiberglass cover so that water doesn't get inside of the bed liner. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you know, you're, you're clipping and you're clamping. you got all these things that like, it probably takes him if he ever wants to haul something on that truck. He probably has to spend 30 minutes unclipping and unhipping all of this nicely shiny painted stuff. And he's got to probably have a place to put that so that it gets protected, so it doesn't get scratched so he can protect his investment. I'm talking to him all about this. I'm like, hey, you know, you know, uh, what are you really going to do with this? And he told me, he's like, I want to do four wheel drive, four wheel off roading with it. And I'm just, I'm like, I didn't, that just doesn't even make any sense in today's economy. I understand that you need to have hobbies, you need to have some fun, but you're gonna spend. And he lives like in Wanakee or something, so you're gonna spend like 50 bucks a week in gas to get that thing back and forth to work so that maybe sometimes you have the off chance of going off-roading and, and, and bust it or maybe bust it but then you get it all muddy and stuff you gotta drive to the car wash get it all washed off because you gotta it's just you know I, I guess I can kind of understand you know these kids they get these little civics and they'll like put spoilers and these low scoops on them and stuff like that I mean at least those are fuel efficient it just doesn't make any sense to me to go out and buy a $24,000 vehicle and then add $6,000 of bars and lights and liners and all this sort of stuff and then have to pay all that insurance and then have to pay all that gas. Just so you what? can go bounce around in the mud a little bit. Yeah, and like maybe maybe twice a year you bounce around in the mud. Like, yeah, that was fun. I mean, I, if I, had, if I would rather go spend $100 and rent a truck. Think about it. You say you do that twice a year and it costs $100 per trip. That's $200 you spent to go do your jumping around in the puddles versus what I quote up like $30,000 in car payments. Yep. It's just amazing to me. And uh, now that that topic's been sorely beaten into the ground. It, no, I have a lot more to say about it, but it's probably just beating it further into the ground. I mean, I, because I'm, I really am kind of a tree hugger, I guess, but I, it always kind of drove me nuts when we were out, we drove out to the Grand Canyon and whatnot and we were camping along the way. And every other car we passed had a big trailer full of ATVs and it was like oh sure. we go ATV off road yeah. you know what you, you talk to somebody from Europe <laughs> and they're like well there's so many people that live in this country and the land is so precious to us because it it provides us with our with our food and the trees create the, the, the ozone the oxygen that we breathe 
and that's been the natural order of things for a billion years, a million years or whatever. And just because here in America there seems to be an un, you know, unlimited amount of that, yeah. Space. What are we gonna do? Let's go ahead and kill it. Let's mash it up. Let's sure. smash it, crush it. We have a big motor. We can put yeah. big wheels over there. And so I mean, what what the hell? We are what, sit- what is we are that? We're actually sitting around at work today. And there's these YouTube videos of the Moha- Mojave Desert. I think it must be the Mojave. Is that in the United States? Mojave yeah, I think desert. it's down south somewhere, yeah. Okay, a desert, a rocky desert. And it started off innocent, well, not innocently enough, of watching a video of this FJ Cruiser. And basically what an FJ Cruiser is, kind of like a mini Hummer, like an H3 type deal. Is it a Toyota? It's a Toyota. Okay, yeah, I've huge. seen them. They're blue and white. Yeah, yeah and there's some purple ones. Blue is the common color you see a lot. And you see these uh, pictures of them going, you know, just bouncing back and forth between these rocks and climbing up these cliffs and whatnot. And everyone's around, like, clapping and cheering, like, yeah, you know, he's better than the instructor, which infers to me that these people have taken lessons on how to rock climb their cars. And it's like, wow. But then that kind of led to, like, oh, this other guy came by. And he's like, yeah. Oh, is that the Mojave Desert? Yeah, that place is awesome. And, like, yeah, that'd be a great place to go hiking backpacking around and just check out all this stuff. This was on the video? No, this wasn't on the video. This this is like after the video's over and we're we're discussing like, yeah, this is awesome. Another guy came along. He's like, yeah, that place is awesome. And, you know, I go into the whole camp. The guy with the pickup truck is like, yeah, see that that cactus? I pissed off. I smashed it. But the other guy who came over and said that place is awesome is like, yeah, we're going to go ATV in there this year. And I'm like, (laughs) you know... I want to be the guy that's like hiking around with my little walking stick, checking out rocks and stuff. Meanwhile, over the hill, get out of the way, beep, beep. These guys are going to come throw their beer cans at me while they, you know, drive. Hey, pussy. Dudes. Yeah. Look at the pussy walking. <laughs> but hey, that's isn't that a movie with Johnny Depp? Pussy walking? Pussy walking. <laughs> hey, there's a movie idea right there. Look at that pussy walk. Guys, it's beautiful. Pussy walking. Look at the look at the little caterpillar I found. Isn't it beautiful that a flower grew in the middle of this desert? <laughs> I just pissed on that flower. Oh, the spring rains have now brought the flowers and they're <laughs> just blooming. <laughs> Big old mud mud buggy. Well, and that you know, and then we that kind of spiraled off into a conversation about cars and BMWs and seventy-five thousand dollar vehicles and da 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 da. I'm like, I I, I really I had, I walked away and like got a cup of coffee because I was just like, I don't belong in this conversation. I, I there's nothing that I've ever done in my life or ambition that I have that can allow me to relate to this conversation. You know, I don't really care what my car looks like. You know, as long as there's some good it's reviews on it. Yep. And, and it doesn't break within the first right. couple of years. As long as it doesn't like, flip and you can if you touch pack a, a lot of shit in it, dude. That's why we are actually looking. We drove a couple cars last week. On Saturday, we went out looking. We, we drove all the way to Beaver Dam because there was this car we thought we were gonna buy, and it turned out it was filthy inside. And it, and then on top of that, it didn't even start. Uh-huh. Well, that's so the guys like, oh, oh, it's because of the batteries. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's cold. We're like, nope, dude, uh, not that cold. Yeah, no. So then we went to another dealership, and we were looking at this this one, another car. It was it's a Dodge Grand Caravan SXT. Uh, they had like fifteen nine on it. It's okay. got like twenty thousand miles. That's a pretty good price. It's got the stolen go seat. 
Ooh. Talk about sweet. That is our... Hold that shit in. That load it up is with gear. Hell. And then you need the seat. Boop. There Hold it is. Up. You don't have to pull... You don't have to wrestle that 90-pound beast yeah, out of there. so that... Uh, to further along that point, you know, there's... All these guys, uh, actually a guy I sit next to at work, he's like, I want to buy this two-door coupe, and blah, 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 it's got this and that, and whatever, you know, he's all excited about this little tiny car, and, and then he starts asking me about my opinion on cars, so I'm like, yeah, man, there's this awesome town and country where the doors automatically open for you, and it's got stow and go seating. Don't get and, the automatic doors, but, well, but now up. they have them with the... With they have an automatic window in the sliding Ooh, door. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like that's what I'm talking about. The window that Those goes are up 32 and down. grand though. Those are the brand new. The stow and go seating, and then the captain's chairs that you can turn around and put a table in between the back seat and the two middle seats. Like that's what There's I'm talking about. There's one with a pole, so you can get lap dancers. <laughs> the lap dance caravan. <laughs> There's a dollar changer in the back. Oh, we're going out in the Mojave Desert. Oh, well, back there. I'm on yeah. the pool. <laughs> you can keep your ATVs. We've got the strippers back here. Quiet down. You're spooking the strippers. Pussy driving. <laughs> okay. And so now is the Normal. beer tasting part of our show. Good day, eh? Good day. Okay, we're sipping our beers. Oh, this is not... Oh. Oh, oh that's smooth. Oh, that's good. That's smooth, that's eh? Good. You got a jelly? No, I'm all out. But this beer, man, we don't need it. We don't even need jellies. These are so sweet. It's like there's, there's like some filling inside this beer here. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the same sensation when I stick a nice big jelly in my mouth. Beer is amazing. I uh, <clears throat> I had a bottle of beer last Saturday. This uh, this type of brew. This is a home brew that we're drinking by the by the way right now. Cream stout. This is it's not a cream stout. It's supposed oh, it's, to, it's a it's supposed to be a nut, nut brown, brown, but stout. it's. It's got a little. It's got a little too much sweet. No, it's good. Uh, it's really to be good. like a like a Newcastle. Mine's actually a little bit too burnt. It's the same flavor, but I put some coffee in it and a little more darker roast, so it's like it's got a little bite at the end of it. But my point is, is uh, I put this a, is really smooth. A bottle I had. Uh, I don't. I had this bottle. I was like, I got to do something with this bottle, so I put it in the fridge. Got it all nice and cold, and had some people over, and Saturday opened it, put it into a glass, dead flat. Oops. And this is only like four days later, and I, this beer is ready. Was it in the fridge? This, this was not in the fridge. There you go. So I think the fridge probably kills the yep. process, maybe. Yep. Yep. It retards the yeast function. Hell yeah. <laughs> Stupid retarded yeast. Yeah, <laughs> it's not yeast our is fault. fundamental. It's fundamental yeast. We're special It's yeast. the fundamental interconnectedness of all yeast. Yeah. So, beer. Beer is good. Beer is and your this, friend. I racked this beer... It's Iraq beer? It's Iraq beer. I racked it three times, so there's really, there's almost no sediment at the bottom of the bottle. That's where beer is from originally. It's Egypt, I believe, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it was as early as like 5,000 years 5, ago. 5,000 BC. More than that, yeah. 8,000, 10,000. Something about oatmeal and leaving it out overnight. Or well, just, yeah, whatever. whatever. Barley or anything in the I read in the story, pot. and somehow it started with oatmeal being left out overnight, and somebody drank it and got drunk. It was like, hey, this is a pretty good idea. Hell yeah. Well, everything's a good idea until somebody else finds, it, finds out about it. You know, all right, how about food? I just, I thought something just popped into my head about food. Is it uplifting? Food? No, your topic. The, the direction you want to take your food topic. Is it uplifting? 
Because as well, I was, it can go either way. Because as I was putting together the last couple, and I already mentioned this to you already, but oh, as was I was kind of negative. Putting the last two episodes together, the last two weeks, we were kind of, especially last week's on the healthcare, was pretty downbeat. Downbeat? We were pretty downbeat. We're all. Well, we need some, some upbeat music in the background. See, I put that upbeat music in the. The post-production. Beep, 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 beep. You have to mentally imagine that. Um, music. Yeah, maybe it isn't upbeat. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's a rant again. I uh, see. I, you know what? I should have a little my my little section. It should be Eric's rant. But what really grinds my gears? What really grinds my gears? Okay, here it is. You know what see? really grinds my gears? All right. Here it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the little setup. And I'm gonna put the mic setup. down. Or do I need to uh, be setup. involved in this? Um, I'll let you know if you need to be involved. Oh, all right. So here's the setup. Um. Carrie brings, my wife Carrie, she brings home this magazine from work, okay, and it's uh, like, you know, connoisseur food. I don't remember what it was exactly called, but it was like somebody in the food industry would get this magazine um, and, and decide, okay, where are we going to go with our product development and marketing plan to, to sell more burgers or w- whatever, right? So I'm like, oh, cool, this actually, you know, is kind of an interesting magazine because I always kind of wanted to open a little deli or cafe, and I like cooking. So I pick it up, I start flipping through it. And I, I, you know, you can really gauge a magazine pretty much by its ads, quite a bit, right? And actually, that's kind of what you're drawn to usually is kind of the, the. I only read Playboy for the articles. No, you look at the pictures. Come on, all right. So you're looking at the ads and the pictures. I read the Sunday paper and for the ads. I read the Sunday paper for the comics. But anyways, here I am looking through this magazine and all the ads and actually a lot of the meat of the of the uh, articles as well to go along with the ads are about. Flavorings, food flavorings, okay? And they're like, oh, you know, wh- whatever food you have, we can develop a flavor that will enhance it. We have we have 30,000 different uh, chemical molecules that mimic the flavor of pork. We can we can mimic a flavor of grilled pork. Well, we can mimic a flavor of roasted pork. We can mimic a flavor of, of pork roasted with mangoes. Didn't you ever see Super Size Me? Super Size Me was with uh, Morgan Spurlock. And yeah, where he ate McDonald's, McDonald's all day. Yeah. Well, one of the bits, oops, one of the bits in that uh, movie was all about flavorings, and they would say that the burger patties are manufactured in Arkansas, let's say, but the flavorings are manufactured in California. Right. So the burgers that you're actually tasting right. are coming from two different factories. Okay, so, so you maybe get the meat and you this is my rant. But and then there's like thanks for the thanks for the yes, thanks for the uh, the filler there. The, the, the <laughs> not the filler the the. Adnan, Adnam, the the footnote, the the, the justification of your justification. point. Okay, do it. So I'm sorry. No, Put not, the mic no, down. no, no, no. I'm, go, I, go, 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 go. Exactly go. my point. In fact, you proved my point. You brought my point to the forefront, and you just spilled beer all over your chest. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's 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 good. You can suck that out later. The the point is is that flavoring in food today is is more important than substance. Okay. At least you know in in the in the in the uh, commercial sense. So because it, it kind of this is kind of what grinds my gears a little bit. Okay, is I will spend I'll come home from work and it's like six o'clock or whatever, and I'll be like I'm gonna make dinner tonight. You know, and um, I have some fish in the freezer and I have a bunch of vegetables. I'm like I'm gonna make some chowder, some fish chowder, and I just start firing it up and I, it turns out my god this is the best fish chowder I've ever had it's really really good and I didn't use like all the cream because I, cause Carrie can't eat milk and so I'm like here you go try this you know and she's like mm. she kind of looks at it needs a little bit but, mm. but I had talked to her earlier that day I called her from work 
and she was in the drive-thru at McDonald's. And I'm like, so, you know, you'll, you'll, I, I didn't even know what to say. I was really, it really hurts me when that happens, you know, because I really made this food that was really good, and I didn't use all the flavorings that, that, there you go, perfectly. It, it goes, so your little, uh, interruption, interruption, was, was perfect to, to, to illustrate my point where people are more willing to go to McDonald's because it's what they know, and they're used to it, and it's this flavored food, and it's easy, and it's, then, then a food that, that you know somebody took a lot of time to produce and prepare and 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 balance the flavors to make it taste good instead of just you know. Let me. Anyways, that's kind of what yeah, grinds no, my gears. No, no, that me, more and more people are turning to that. You know. Let me. Let me, let me do a dive off of that, if you will. Yeah, you're gonna uh, do a, a point, point, counterpoint, or no, you, not at all. Oh, you're I, gonna. Okay. I think I'm actually same vein. Same vein. I think I'm in complete uh, agreement. Let's with not. You. Uh, okay. Good. Good. I think. I think uh, Americans, or maybe most developed nations as a whole, uh, don't. At one point in our history, we had to fight for our food, and so if we could get a head of lettuce or even a like a piece of sour beef, you know, that's food in our belly. But we've become so maybe not lazy, but so accustomed to there's always going to be food. What food am I going to have? That it's more become really a science of textures and flavors and not necessarily the actual substance of what you're it's actually It's become a marketing. Eating. It's like music. Uh, totally. It's music used to be a, a bunch of guys gathered around with their with their uh, guitars. Look at look at the Andy Andy what was the name of the Mayberry show, you know, there Every once in a while, do you ever oh, watch that Andy show? Griffith? Yeah, do you ever watch that show? Yeah. Okay, now once once every you know, 20 episodes or something, they would all get together and they would have their guitars and they would just start jamming out. And it was like, holy crap, they play some cool, good-ass, blue-ass music, you know? Why are they wasting all this time... <laughs> making trying, a show. Like, trying to make Making a show about Aunt Bee's Pickles when <laughs> they could be playing this cool music all the time. I'd much rather watch that. But that just was what, what they did. That was kind of natural for them. Now, it's like the music is all formulated to sell the most it's amount of records. It's produced, it's manufactured, and they, and they engineered, the kids, yeah, created. Yeah, pull the kids into thinking, oh, this is good music. And they'll, they'll move X oh, yeah. amount That's of units, and it's the same with food. It's, the same it's digestible. Food. Music is digestible. And just like the food, yes. Well, and, and, and I will uh, agree And just like the beer, and this is where it all sprung from here. This is the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. Homebrew beer. Is much better than your Budweiser, folks. Well, that's there's, there, there, yeah. I, I could piss in your mouth. It'd be better than Budweiser, but, anyways, um, that I I struggle. cold. <laughs> I struggle with that myself because there's food in the fridge that I know is good for me and that I should eat. Um, oh yeah. But then you know he's but like, there's a there's that box of Girl Scout cookies there's sitting girl. there, and there's pajitas which have gone or, up to dollar twenty nine. I know, I saw that. That's ridiculous. That's another. That's a topic. That's a whole show for another day, folks. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'll be at work, okay? And here, here, here dovetails into like money and your your taste, texture, and everything. And I have uh, I have sandwich fixings at work. Uh, good for me, sandwich fixings. You leave them at work. Leave them at work. In the you fridge. get your own fridge, man. Those yep. fucking state employees. Who's spoiled. paying taxes, huh, folks? Revolt, <laughs> revolution. But they get their own fridge. So, anyways, I, I, I suppose they have a wet bar too, huh? Oh, totally, man. <laughs> we mix up the captains. It's awesome. <laughs> you don't invite me to your work parties, even. Come oh on, man, I'm a taxpayer. Uh, Twelve o'clock's cocktail hour. <laughs> yeah, but when they catch you at ten o'clock, ah. Uh, Jeremy, we're gonna have to. Yeah, no, no. Th- then you're in trouble. Yeah. We gotta wait we're gonna have to write you up. 
Uh, but anyways, you know, I'll have all this stuff, and so I can buy a week's worth of lunch from the grocery store for like five bucks. All the fixings I need for a week. Yeah, like well, a pound of turkey or whatever. For, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Maybe okay. So and a maybe loaf I, of bread. Yeah. Maybe I spent fifteen dollars, but all that stuff's gonna last me like three weeks. But then along comes a guy, and he'd be like, "Hey, you wanna go to the Chinese buffet?" Oh yeah. And be like, "Wow, <sighs> Chinese buffet. How much is that? That's like nine dollars." I could sit here, I could have my turkey wrap on my protein, my protein tortilla, or I could go to the Chinese buffet. Ooh, listen what, do this. Do? Listen what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? You go have the Chinese buffet. Why? Flavor. Because the China buffet you know is a potpourri bursting at the seams of flavor. Go I just, I, all right. Now, you have, you have you and your minivan, and you have... The guys at the water cooler with their, I got a, a two-door coupe with, with the bells and whistles. It's a potpourri of, of excitement when I drive it. Huh? It's fundamentally interconnected okay. to that. Right? So it's it's because okay, it they're in the cars be, and I'm in the. Well, not necessarily, not necessarily. I think it boils down to, it boils down to necessity versus, um, versus what what's the opposite of necessity? Versus ex- excess, or oh, when you have too much of something, you don't you you, you start specializing in how much is enough. We already covered right. that, but well, it, it, it's necessity versus ex- ex- excess. Yeah, sure. may, maybe you know. Okay. Versus special specialty. I, I don't know what what exactly I'm trying to say. I, mean, I can't. Well, think I'm of waiting the word. for you to get to it, but yeah, I'm, you got right, me on the point edge of my seat. That I'm waiting. It used to be that you had to work hard to get that head of cabbage, yep. and so you really enjoyed it because it was really good, and you didn't really know there was anything like fish eggs that <laughs> General were General Cho's you know, sauce. Right, right. <laughs> so you ate the cabbage, and you were happy with it, yeah. and, and you knew that your mom, okay, and I'm speaking as a child here, that your mom probably stayed home, and she had to cut that cabbage up and cook it in the oven, and, and that oven maybe had, was wood-fired even, and then she had to churn the butter or trade you know, with the farmer down the road for the butter and, and then meat. If you had meat, it was a special thing because you only could abort it once in a while and the guy had to grow the cow and you would see it getting slaughtered. And it was a special thing, just like the cars, you know. 50 years ago? Oh, well, no, let's let's say 100 years ago. Yeah. Nobody had cars, so it was like, oh, a car, a car. And then it became commonplace. Everybody had a car. So then they had to start standing apart. The cars had to say, well, we have this. We have, we have blinkers that blink four times a second we have big fins you know we have whatever we have a different color scheme this year so you have to buy a new one wow, yeah, yeah. so it, it it becomes it becomes a choice between necessity and excess okay and i think this this is fundamentally fundamentally interconnected by it, it, it reminds me of just about every podcast we've ever done where it comes down to okay i think we're starting it, it's true with business okay business used to be I have. I know how to uh, put horses on shoes, and you know how to you shoes on horses. Shoes on horses. I know how to put shoes on horses. What did I say? Horses on shoes. <laughs> have some more of this homebrew, man. It's really good. Go homebrew. And you know how to uh, tan the hide of a, of a of a cow to make leather, so I can, you know, sure. make some pants or whatever. Right? <laughs> I can make myself some leather chaps. A lot of farmers were into that kinky stuff, man. <laughs> Until the until the rubber came out. Anyway, that's that's a different show too. But 
my point is, is that you know the barter system. Okay, I could do this, you can do that. I'm a, you're a carpenter. I'm a I'm a fisherman. We I'll trade. trade you a fish for a house. Right. Sure. Boom. That's <laughs> a pretty good. Hey, deal. See, I'm a good businessman. That's why I'm going into business. See, and that's <laughs> the problem with America is we take advantage of the guy who's willing to do that. Exactly. And, fish for a house. And, <laughs> Better be a fucking whale. Pussy walking. <laughs> okay. My point is, is that I think it's starting to come around. Okay, because business got so big and the corporations started, like, like making people believe that they needed all this bullshit by this marketing. Okay? And so people are like, oh, and they, cut, they lose track of who they really are and what's really important to them and the important necessities of life. Food, shelter, blah, blah, blah. And they start getting caught up in this. But I think they're starting to come around because the, the government is spending so much crazy fucking money on wars that we don't need. And... And, and they see these big fancy cars that people drive. They see that the CEOs of the corporations are making million, you know, four, five hundred times what the worker does. They're getting pissed, and they're like, and you know what? If you look back in history, okay, civilizations, oh, revolution, huh? Revolution. I don't think we got revolution. It in us. All right, I'm sorry. I'm maybe I'm getting a negative again, but I'm saying that business, food, beer, it's it all comes full circle. It gets to the point where, okay, yeah, people start to start to get confused about what's necessity and what's what's really good, okay, and, or or what's success, and then they, they have an epiphany, and and it maybe it takes a while to spread through the nation. See but, now, I don't want to stop you, but you're well, on. A I'm, good I'm pretty much done. I think I made my point. <laughs> this is where, like, if we had our updated uh, equipment, our mixer, our microphones, we would be putting on the Beatles. What Revolution Nine? Her, no, is it number nine? You know, the number song nine. Number nine. Turn me on, Deadman. Not that song. Oh, say, oh the Nike commercial. The Nike oh! No, not the Nike commercial. <laughs> Nike before was Nike. Say you want revolution. Well, you know. See? Can feed that in? Well, you don't need, you don't need to sing it. You could probably spare the audience from that. We all want to change the world. So we're taking donations to help class up the show. We're carrying pictures of Chairman Mao. You ain't gonna make it with anyone anyhow. All done. Don't you know it's gonna be? <laughs> Who's he walking? <laughs> Look at that pussy walking. See that tree? Yeah. I, pissed I pissed on all it. All over it. <laughs> yeah. God, Jesus Christ. On that note, I don't even know how we can continue. Uh, I got about a half a homebrew left here. I can't believe we missed that contest. I can't, that sucks. I was totally gonna call you up. That would have been a good fucking time, man. Go yeah. over there. Seventeen bucks. Put your put your beer in there. Well, set you the know. story up. What was it? Okay. For our four listeners. There's okay. Dear four listeners, uh, there's a the wine and hop shop in Madison over on Monroe Street, and they I don't know actually if it was them or if it was the Madison Homebrewers and Tasters. Probably Guild. the Homebrewer Tasters. Well, somebody Guild. was sponsoring this this stout contest, right? And uh, we Jeremy and I were gonna gonna enter it. We went over there actually at this on the same day, and we bought ingredients to make a stout beer. This is about two months ago. Yep. Three months ago, actually. I don't know. Well, I brewed this beer on January 30th, so it would have been about the 29th or 30th. Okay, so two months ago. Yep. And we, we took our stuff home, and we brewed it up, and we bottled it up, and we're thinking, oh, this is going to be cool, you know. 
Unfortunately, I was under the impression that the contest was on St. Patrick's Day, which is an Irish holiday, and the Irish are known for what, Guinness, which is a stout. Oh. So I, I'm thinking, you know. I didn't make that connection. So here it is, last Saturday, which was maybe the 14th? 16th. 16th? Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. And, and I seem to remember that you had to have it in at least one day before. Just so that they could organize it all. So I made up this cool label. I, in fact, I still have the label. It's Coffee Stout. It's got, like, beans in the background. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's really cool. So I made up this label, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to print it out. Well, you know what? I, I better call the, the homebrew shop and see how late they're open so that I can still get over there in time. So I called them up. Uh, that was last weekend. I'm like, what? So it was on the March 8th. The weekend of March 8th was the Stout Contest when... So that really, really kind of busted my bubble. But he's like, "There's gonna be one next year." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Dude. I guess you got a you got a whole year to perfect your formula. Yeah, and I will because this is Carrie drinks this beer. This really? is the only beer that she will drink. She loves it. She loves oh. the cream stout. Are you done? I mean, are you gone with my cream stout? Is it out? Oh God, no! I have at least a case and a half oh, okay. left. But I've given quite a bit of away. I because I started talking it up at work. That's really cool too. Yeah, like I don't today, have any homebrewers at work. I see. I I am. I, I don't think I'm a very good self promoter. I mean, people at work know that I brew beer, but I always kind of wait for them to be like, "Oh man, you should bring me in." I don't, never don't I, just <clears throat> just throw just put one on their desk. I'm never. They, that's what they're waiting for. They don't want to ask. See, I'm never the guy who's like, "Oh yeah, I'll bring you some," because I guess maybe I'm a little self conscious. Maybe like. Here, try this. This is my homebrew. I made this. This beer rocks. And then they drink and be like, "Oh, yeah, that was." The... Well, you know what? So what? If Tastes they do, like they won't you had anything. fun making the beer. You know what? All right, here's what you do. <laughs> Tastes <laughs> like you had... Now that'd be a good name for a beer. Tastes, like, Tastes like you had fun making it. For those of you that don't know, that anytime anybody says, like Bunk. for example, Bunk. this podcast, if someone were to listen to it and say, "Oh, it sounds it's got like the podcast funk." <laughs> no, if they were to say. <laughs> Yeah, I listened to your podcast. It sounds like you had a lot of fun making it. That's kind of code for, wow, that was really bad. But you guys at least had some fun. I showed people movies when I was a kid. I thought they were just the best things. These movies that I make. And uh, that was the comment I get all the time. Like, wow, it looks like you guys had a lot of fun making that. I never had that. I never got that. Oh, but maybe that's because I was never a self promoter either. Yeah. I mean, as hard as that is to believe. I am. But so even when I made that cork and bottle movie, uh, Greg, the guy I made the movie with, he had sold like a hundred tickets on his own to his coworkers, to his friends, and people on the street. Me, I'm at work and I can't even bring myself to be like, hey, coworkers, I made a movie, you should come see it. And I'm wow. sure they would, you know. I'm sure well, they would. Oh, you guys were sold out. Though. We were. But, but still, I, I, I was promoting the thing. Hey, hey, hey that, but that's how like how unself promotion I am, and it's probably. Not a good thing because anytime you read any type of like uh, any author, maybe not author, but any sort of like actor or movie director or people in famous eras, not eras, famous people, they're generally outspoken people who are kind of shameless at selling, selling themselves. themselves. Wait, so what are you saying? I am not that. Wait, I am not no, what? No, when you when you set that up, you said, is it is it? Are you are you saying that's good or bad? Well. I mean, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, it, but... It depends, because I... Trying to fundamentally interconnect these things. I have seen some documentaries of people that are trying to make it in Hollywood, and they're shameless self-promoters, but you kind of watch them, and you're kind of like, ooh, 
you kind of like you're a little bit embarrassed for them. even though they're on the screen you don't know who these people are and they're six states away you're like oh I feel I feel bad for you but on the other hand there are people that are really uh, good at selling themselves and it doesn't matter what they're doing you're like yeah that guy's got something he's yep. on to something I, whatever he's whatever he's selling I want some and I can't figure out which I am I, I, I certainly don't want to be the guy that's just like look at me and everyone's like ooh God. well Okay, Give him a uh, dollar, this, you know, maybe this, he'll this, shut up. <laughs> Looks like he had fun making that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, this is my Don't want to be that guy. If if you uh now this I'm gonna I'm gonna bring Carl into it, okay? Carl is? Carl is my father, and he's gonna be eighty one in four days. Amazing. On Easter Sunday he's gonna rise from the dead. He's gonna rise Anyways, and he'll uh, ask for a ham sandwich. <clears throat> He has has said this before that uh, the the only reason that he uh, could make a living basically because he, he when he came over here from Germany he was working for a big a big construction company or whatever and he didn't make that much money and then he decided okay you know what we're gonna go out on our own him and his buddy from Germany also and they started building houses on their own and blah 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 and he built up this client base because he was good at what he did he never took out a head nothing. But I remember, you know, when I was 16 growing up, he would say, hey, come to work, right? And I earned a, I earned a lot of money with him because he would pay me. He would actually, what he did, he would put it in a, in a fund. So I had this, you know, mutual fund that, that uh, he, he kind of funded for me. When I, but I didn't, he didn't give me cash. He would put it in there, but I would have to go to work with him. And I, was, I didn't like him. Whatever, you know, after school, when school, in the summertime, you got to come to work with me, you got to help me, you know. And... But the, 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 the point here that I'm trying to make is that his customers were like the big, rich people down in Fox Point, Brookfield, and whatnot, and they knew the quality stuff, and it was all, hey, this Carl guy does damn good work. You get him. Whatever you want done, you get him. He'll do, the, he'll do, it, do it for the right price, and he will do it right, and he's not going to screw you over, and if there's a problem, he'll come back and fix it, and he's a nice guy. And so my point here is that it's the same with cars. It's the same with businesses. It's the same with food. You gotta believe in the your more own you have, the more you see something advertised, the more I am apt to stay away from it. Yeah. If I see billboards plastered all over for a particular album or whatever, I'll be like, "That's crap." They're they the or or so even I, a movie. So. If they have billboards all over the place for the movie, I'm gonna be like, "You know what? They spent a lot of money to get this movie made." Probably not very good, and they're trying to recoup their their losses. So I'm in not other words, you, you're you're saying you need other people to do your promotion. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What you do, totally. and this is that is that is the soul of an artist. Sure. You have have something burning inside of you. You have some. You have coal, and your 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 head's full of coal, and you are. You're tortured. As an artist, are tortured. You get a piece of diamond out you, of it. That's exactly what you uh -huh. do. And then you no, sift through I... it, and you that's what you squeeze out. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Oh, look at it. It's huge. I'm going to put that in a movie. I'm, I'm not going to tell anybody about it, but all of a sudden, in 10 years, famous when you're dead. You know, I, I maybe that's going a little extreme. <laughs> I think, though, I think you're right. I think secretly, well, not secretly anymore, that's kind of what I'm waiting for is somebody to notice and be like dude this guy can make a movie let's, let's, let's get him involved in some other projects but by the same token if it's bad at least I didn't put myself out on the 
hook and be like, this is the best thing and I made it and you should see it. Da, 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 it's so great. Da, da, da. Yeah, people will be like, well, oh, looks like he had fun making that, but uh, I wouldn't hire him for anything. Yeah. You know? But then again, getting yourself out there does does expose you to a lot of things. And now to funnily interconnect that to um, the reality in a, in a big way that we're living in right now, think about think about the university system. Now you have, you know, uh, millions, a hundred, well maybe not hundred, but tens of millions of kids graduating into the workforce every single year, or graduating into the into the collegiate scene every year. And how many different careers are there? Oh, what can you do? You can be a computer programmer. You can be an engineer. You can be a businessman. You could be a doctor, a, a lawyer. I mean, there's maybe you know a hundred. Yeah, I mean, if you, sure. And there's tens of millions of kids. Now, how are they going to set themselves? Well, you get a degree from this university, right? Is it really the degree that's important? And, and you really put yourself out there by saying, oh, I'm different because I'm better than all the rest. No, you're pretty much run of the mill. But the guy that maybe says, you know what? I'm not going to go any of those routes. I'm going to kind of just... I, 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 I'm going to perceive the, wor- the world the way I see it. And I'm going to interpret it the way I see it. And I'm going to try to get a little bit of all of that instead of like focusing on one particular thing. Now that's the guy that... that is, maybe that's... I'm describing philosophy. Nah, you know? that's that's a guy with ADD. <laughs> that's a guy that's like... I that's me. Do, I want to do help desk. I'm doing help desk. I want to make movies. I want to make, I want to make a song. I want to play the guitar. Oh, I want to make some beer. Uh, that's... That's what you just described there. Well, that's me. It's <laughs> like that episode of uh, Family Guy. Up, Tiger Woods! Remember that episode? No. No. But that's me. Then I have ADD. Um. I don't know. That's. But are you talking about, like, hobby wise or career wise? Yeah. Well, look at my career. Look at my career. Yeah. Look at my life. Biotech, cook, carpenter, biotech, clothing purveyor. Cook, purveyor of clothing. I mean, what, what, but then again, so what, so what, 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 what is a no. career, you know, what is it? It's a life, it's, it's, it's more about who you are as a person and where you go instead of focusing on what, I mean, all right, you know what, understandably, if you want to be a doctor, there's a lot you got to know, okay? You got to know the, the, the mechanics of how the human body works and you have to know the names of everything. And you also have to have um, beer. Yeah, beer's important. I'm dry. Yeah. Can you finish this thought after we... I I, I have ADD. I can finish it. I can start a thought. <laughs> I can finish start and stop whenever you need That's me to. That's pussy walking right there. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I have I have continuity when it comes to thinking like that. Uh, that's Maybe that's what sets me apart from true ADD. Yeah, so pussy walking. Uh, what do you got? What do you got? Final thoughts? Wrap up this week's little session of the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. We, had, we connected, a, certainly connected a lot of things. Yeah, uh, cycles. Cycles of uh, business, cars, ATVs. Yep. Uh, people, trucks. The way people think. Flamers, necessity versus beers. excess. So, ne- right. necessity. Excessity? Necessity. Yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm Jeremy. All you country music fans out there. Yee-haw. Yee-haw.